Hey, what's up, everybody? Chris Hollifield here. I want to personally welcome you to a brand new episode of the I Am Salt Lake podcast. If this is your first time joining us on the podcast, we're here every week showcasing awesome people in Salt Lake City and the surrounding areas. We're talking to business owners, authors, tattoo artists, restaurant owners, breweries, distilleries. We're giving you a taste of the city. If you have an awesome story, we're going to probably showcase it here on the podcast. Our website, this one's really easy to remember, IamSaltLake.com. The cool thing is you can go there and listen to the entire back catalog. All the episodes are up there. You can listen to them really easy to do as well as subscribe to the podcast. Hey, are you moving to Salt Lake City? Maybe you're listening to this podcast because you want to figure out what this city's all about. Are you looking at possibly moving into a house with a little more space in it because we're all working from home now? Well, in case you didn't know, you guys, I'm a licensed realtor now, and I'd love to uh, show you some homes. I'd love to show you uh, possibly your dream home, help you find a place to call your own. Uh, You can give me a call, shoot me a text anytime. I'd love to help you, 801-244-2908. But otherwise, let's get into the podcast. This This is a good one, you guys. Thanks for listening. Patrick Beatty. Okay, so we're going to, you're a, you're a movie critic. You, uh, you're a, like, I mean, you do all kinds of stuff. I mean, you, you're, you do drone photography too, which I want to get into, uh, for like weddings and even real estate people. Now that I'm in real estate, I mean, I might have to hit you up for this, but, uh, I want to start with you, man. What did your childhood smell like? My childhood smell like probably pine trees. Pine I trees. Uh, grew up in Rollins, Wyoming. Okay. So lots of uh, big pine trees everywhere and um, pine cones. And I, I distinctly remember like situations where I would go to my grandparents that uh, they would be paying me like 10 bucks to go rake pine needles and stuff on their side. And yeah, that's probably the, the most memorable thing for childhood. Very, so and then maybe chlorine. For so pools. what brought you to Utah then from Wyoming? Uh, you know, my family's kind of always bounced back and forth between Utah and Wyoming. So I was born in Ogden and spent like a little bit of my childhood in Roy. And then through most of elementary school up till middle school, I went to Rollins. And then after I think eighth grade or sixth grade, went to St. George and uh, from there graduated. So I'm kind of back and forth. But it's cooler to say Wyoming because nobody really talks about Wyoming. It's like so a nobody town. Yeah. <laughs> you went to school in St. George? Yeah, St. George, Snow Canyon. Really? Mm-hmm. What did you go to school down there for? Oh, just high school. Oh, high school. Yeah, high yeah. school. I was thinking I was thinking maybe maybe you went to uh to like Dixie to college. Or oh, gotcha. Did you did you go to I mean for movie I did reviews? A semester I mean, or so with UVU, but no, not full college. Okay, no, they hey, you know, I didn't either. So Dude, don't you know I, I mean, mean like look. I, College dropouts, wink, wink, nudge, uh, nudge. No. We're just go-getters. We have better stuff to do than finish college, okay? <laughs> no, and that's fine. I mean, I was just curious, like, what got you into, like, reviewing movies? And, and, oh, yeah. and, and you know, if you went to school for that or, or uh, like, what got you into doing all that? Oh, man, like, just childhood, being raised in, in an environment where, like, you just go to movies for your for your source of comfort, you know? Like... I, I grew up in the Tim Burton Batman era and the uh, going back and watching the original Star Wars trilogy and the Teenage Ninja Turtles that were all in the actual like animatronic puppets that were actual people too. That was just awesome that oh you gosh. don't see anymore really. Okay. Is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 not the best movie ever made? So good. And the first one, it's incredibly underrated. Like, it really is. People say like Batman Begins is when they started taking these things seriously. Mm-mm. Teenage they- Ninja Turtles was... A- 
so serious in that first movie. Oh, like, it was like when Ghost almost too serious. Uh, when um, can we can we spoil things from the nineties? Yeah, movies yeah. From the 90s? I, I, I think okay. if people haven't seen a nineties movie by alert. Oh man! So when Splinter comes back as a ghost, right, and he's talking with Raphael, and he's mm-hmm. like, "You have this anger in you, and I just need you to be able to like be happy, and that's all I've wanted for you." Like that's some serious stuff for a kid to be watching. Be like, heavy. "Yeah, I relate to that." Yeah, <laughs> so, there's this is very dark. Dark. They don't make really kids movies that have those kind of like darker themes. I don't know if, but what did you guys grow up with? You know, That's growing up with. with movies was, I actually grew up in a, in a home that I did, wasn't allowed to watch a lot of movies. Okay. Yeah. So if it wasn't G rated, it wasn't allowed in my home. That's right? the that's problem with uh, you know, being uh, in a church with. Yeah. yeah. And so Intense guidelines. Uh, even G was, was pushing the buttons. Uh, mm-hmm. I grew up in a very religious household in that way. So Christy probably has a little bit more oh, memories of, of movies growing up. I'm like a movie freak. Okay. The here's I'm weird. I'm like That's great. That's weird about it. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, you're fine. My <laughs> sisters and I, all we do is speak in movie quotes to each other. I'm and, and they're all like nineties movies. Or when I talk to my brothers, I talk in like Ninja Turtle movie quotes. Nice. Because, you know, like we all have our things. And so, yeah, like my brain automatically associates anything that happens in life with part of a movie or TV show. Nice. And uh, nobody ever understands what I'm saying, but I'm okay with that because in my world, it's entertaining. What if we played a game where like we just only answered in movie quotes and whoever, <gasps> however many t- people that are listening can catch it, get something for that's it. That's the no, best that's a good idea. idea. Yeah. How, 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 I'm not this? smart enough. Oh no, I backed out. I back out. Oh my gosh, <laughs> no. oh my gosh. We should do something and then in, our, in the I Am Salt Lake Facebook group or something like that, Ooh. people can leave comments or something like that. That'd be how many, particular. I like that. I like start with a comment from a movie <laughs> and you can only, but you have to like, it has to make sense. Mm, TV shows can apply too. The Office is endlessly quotable okay. and Everybody there you knows go. the office. So also like, Arrested know, Development. Arrested Development. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Do you guys watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? You know, yeah, I, need I've never, to. I need to get into that show. Can I tell you, you we really need to. You okay. guys would love it Should so we much. stop the podcast, go watch some? And then <laughs> I'm 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 saying, you know, I'll kidding. get the popcorn. Here's what I tell you. I'll tell you. Do you like Seinfeld? Oh, I love Seinfeld. Okay. Yeah. I so never it's Larry David. It's, it's like, okay. So Seinfeld, it's basically like circumstantial comedy. Like, right. oh man, that guy moved the water over there and it spilt on my sweater. That's the whole episode. You know, Larry David is brilliant with that. And with Curb, like there are so many situations that he is in that are just hilarious. Like like one example, there's an episode where he has somebody that's coming to a party that's a a member of like the military. Right. And everybody in the in in the party has thanked him for his service. And it's gotten to Larry at the end. And he doesn't feel that he has to thank him because everyone else in the room has already thanked him for his third. Why does he have to thank him? It makes the entire dinner party awkward. Like the, the, Everybody's the, the like, military guy oh. walks out and starts crying and they're like, what is wrong with you, Larry? Like that's every episode where he just can't not be a jerk. And it's just hilarious. It's just to very watch. uncomfortable. Ooh, kind of like a, 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 it's always sunny. Oh, okay. totally. It's a, okay. If you watch um, D was oh, originally in this, you'll listen to music that was from uh, Curb first. That oh, came from. Uh, hello. There's if so many parallels. If someone had told me that years ago, oh, I would have already sunny. memorized. It's always sunny in Seinfeld's like love child. It's, really? It's oh, I've never but, heard that comparison. But Curb came first. Maybe that's why they don't okay. do that too mm-hmm. much because they'd be like, "That's sacrilegious. Don't do that." What's your, <laughs> what's your, your all-time favorite? <laughs> what's your all-time favorite TV show? All-time favorite TV show. Hmm. I don't know because whenever we go into all-time favorite stuff, like oh, I watch so many question. movies in the in a year that okay, like it just it. 
flips. Like there'll be, there'll be a year of like, all I want to listen to is musicals, like musicals this year or like, okay, you're just Chrissy's best like, friend. All of a sudden she loves musicals. Yeah, she but loves even musicals. then it's like this musical this month and then mm. this mu- No, I get it though. Cause you have to like really appreciate the one that you're really appreciating at the moment. Mm-hmm. And then once you've fully appreciated it, you can move on and just really engage into another something that you love. But I'm not sidestepping Parks no. and Rec. Office, okay. Arrested Development. I'm I'm really into sitcoms. As far as like drama stuff, we've been really into Sopranos this this past year. Like we've been going through the Soprano seasons. Um, That's another TV show that I need to. watch. We need to watch. That's that. what I've been. Like, I, I, I have never. Like, I never watched The Sopranos. Yeah. I'm still trying to get him to watch Mad Men too. Yeah, I haven't watched oh, that one. I, there you it, go. You know, a but, classic. I would say. Do you guys watch garbage shows? Uh, By that I mean like Ninety Day Fiance. Sometimes like the good garbage. Married at first sight is a good one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, For sure. I'll watch garbage. It's kind of, I feel like a lot of times they'll take away your film credit card. If you're like, I love like 90 day fiance. And like, I watch, (laughs) I will watch that more than like a Scorsese movie in a week or something. But it's true. Like I love me some garbage. But here's the thing. Like when you really step back and look at it, it's, it's, it is garbage, but really it's just an entertaining way to study human nature. Yes. And it's fun to see these people try to act out like real scenario. Cause you know, a lot of it's staged where they're like, I'm oh, going to yeah. pretend to fight you in this thing. And you're watching this whole situation. And you're like, this, is like this is uncomfortably bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you, you don't real. feel good about yourself after a while. Like there's this show called love after lockup. Have you heard of this? No, interesting. It sounds like it shouldn't be made, right? Like when you get out of jail, you have someone who marries you. Someone that's on the other side. And it's their relationship (laughs) and what happens after that point. And as you could probably think, it gets crazy all every time. It never really works out the way that they think. Weird. Almost like they're unreliable, like they were in jail or something. Well, it'll it'll always start like this. So it'll be this guy that's in his 50s that is like, I've spent $20,000 on Lucinda and she really loves me. And then she gets out and then immediately is just gone. Or something like that's the show. And then they just put it on for everybody to enjoy. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking, but it's just like next episode. That's the the addiction quality that's too much. All right, we're gonna take just a minute of your time now and talk about one of our awesome sponsors, UtahMarijuana.org. I love talking about them, but remember when you support our sponsors like UtahMarijuana.org, you're directly supporting this podcast. And your health. And your health. Hey, UtahMarijuana.org is your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD, and THC. I don't know if you guys remember way back on episode 420, we had Tim Pickett on the podcast. We talked about medical cannabis here in Utah. We talked about UtahMarijuana.org. Well, now he's a sponsor of the podcast. I also do another podcast with him, Utah in the Weeds. Go check that out. Anyways, UtahMarijuana.org's team of medical cannabis experts They're going to make getting your medical cannabis card super easy from your first office visit to navigating the state card application and beyond. It is so true, you guys. They are the most helpful medically I have ever been. You know how you want to go to the doctor and you're like, I don't even know what doctor to go to or what to say. These guys are incredible. They have over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers ready to help you find relief. So you won't have to search for a doctor willing to recommend cannabis treatment. The patient experience at utahmarijuana.org is dedicated to helping you get all the way through the process so you can get your medicine legally and stay up to date. And right now, they're offering an exclusive discount to I Am Salt Lake listeners. Just use the code GREEN25 for $25 off your first visit. I did. It was great. 
And depending on where you're located in the Valley, they have a clinic location just for you. Go to utahmarijuana.org, check it out. They're going to list it right there. They have uh, location clinics from like Provo to Bountiful to Salt Lake, West Valley. Uh, go check it out. And like Chrissy said, there's a promo code, GREEN25. This is going to give you $25 off your first visit. And it's also going to tell them that you came from I Am Salt Lake and that you're a supporter of this show and that you're down to support this show. And you're down for uh, medical cannabis. So anyways. Down for your health. Hey, isn't it time that you took control of your own health? UtahMarijuana.org. Feel better. Oh my gosh. When I had my second child and this is my, I'm going to uh, admit to something that's sad. When I was in the hospital <laughs> for the two days and nobody could here. bother me, I just watch MTV's Next Oh, for snap. two days so straight. Cruel. And that it show is so needlessly show. cruel, right? <laughs> oh, 2021 eyes would not like that one That's at all. That's garbage. But it's Tinder, isn't it? It's also Tinder oh, it's so in real Tinder. life. It's like, t- but <laughs> they should bring it back because, and they could just call it Tinder in real life because then it's really uncomfortable. Mm. If looking at it from that angle, totally different show then. So I want to find out. So how long have you been doing movie reviews? And like, let's, let's start there a little bit. Like what? Because you do you do movie reviews on Good Things Utah Channel yep. Four. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of when your movie review c- career started, or when did it start for you? So that started uh, actually just recently, back in October. 2020. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, it's it's so cool. Like, yeah, it's probably one of the craziest, luckiest situations I've ever put myself in or gotten into. Um, I've done movie reviews since probably 2014, 2015. Okay. Um, everybody that kind of has like their awakening with whatever movie, like made them decide like movies are not just like for entertainment. They can be something that you can look at and empathize with and sure. show people for that. It was whiplash for me in 2014. It was like, I I had to talk about why I loved this movie and like share that. And so you had to I went on advocate YouTube for the movie. Exactly. I went on YouTube. I was like, these are all the people that are already doing this. And YouTube is a pretty huge sphere for like film critics, especially now, um, new critics that are coming into the fold. It's, it's much less written and it's a lot more like video format or even podcast format. Um, and, and people like Chris Duckman or Jeremy Johns are, are some of like the big critics that are in that sphere. So I would watch them and follow them. And I put up a video and I just immediately deleted it because self-conscious sure. putting yourself on camera. It's, it's, it's very, it's hard. the worst. Like even podcasting sometimes can be pretty crazy with that. Oh yeah. And so it, it took a while. And the thing that finally broke was I was watching it was American Psycho 2. Do you guys know that they made a sequel to American Psycho? I think I, try, I, yeah. think I watched it. Was it really terrible? With Mila Kunis and William Shatner. Oh, that's right. I okay, never saw she number was the two, psycho. man. Yeah. So, I was like, eh, they tried. So I was a little tipsy, and I, and I was just like, I cannot believe this exists. This is an offense to everything that is good and holy. And so... That kind of like the rage got me to go and do the video and put it out. And it's very, it's very fake acty. It's very like, I, I wanted to lean into like, this is a drunk movie review because like, what's your niche to like, try to get out there. And and, and to like really understand your mm-hmm. bearings on how much you hate something, you should definitely get drunk. Try to be comedic <laughs> with it too. Like try to like yeah. entertain someone. So you're, it's not just like, you're just a important. sad person talking about William Shatner or something. Exactly. But then I got more serious into it and, um, learned video editing, learned audio editing, like the stuff that you need to figure out if you're going to start like doing it in a more professional way. And the more I was doing that, uh, the more I started getting certain opportunities, which again, just lucking into it, like, but yeah, just doing the work and, and 
it's been awesome so far. And then, so how often are you on Good Things Utah? Like how often? It, every other I... week and do about three films, but uh, every week I'm reviewing stuff. So you'll, you'll usually see on like my Instagram or something about three, uh, two reviews a week. And um, our podcast that we do, Gaggle of Geeks, we, we're normally reviewing stuff on that show too. So how, so how, let's tell the listeners, how, how can they go check out some of these reviews? I guess on your website, what's your Instagram? Oh yeah. What? So Patrick Bader reviews.com and uh Patrick Bader reviews for Instagram, okay. uh, Patby reviews for Twitter. That's the one that I need to like get the sure. numbers up for, but it's, that's also been interesting because you need to figure out like TikTok and reels. How, how do reviews fall into that new format? Right. I'm sure you guys have been looking at how, how do you adapt your, your <laughs> to be honest, into my kids things. keep saying, Dude. you guys got to get on TikTok. And yeah. I'm like, I know, oh, you'd but be that's great like, for TikTok. I'm just so old right now and I'm so comfortable in what I know. That's what TikTok loves. <laughs> but it's hard. <laughs> Is it? Old and, if you're, if you're comfortable with what you're doing, they TikTok like old and incompetent. <laughs> yes. That is a lot yeah, of TikTok. I'm on how it. How many people are in there is probably a little find- bit. <laughs> I find it's so difficult to keep up on all the social media on editing the podcast on, and then, you know, having to do whatever your day job is, right. Cause you still have to do that. And plus we, you know, and then you got a fam, I mean, we, you know, fam, whatever. It's so hard to do everything. And I used to be that type of person. I was like, Oh, a new social media platform. I got to get on it. Now I'm the type of person. Mm, I'd rather just do one or two right now yeah. and, and stay off of some of these other ones. Cause it gets so, do you get overwhelmed with all this stuff sometimes? Oh, um, every day is constantly okay. over. Okay. And, and honestly, Chris, we, we share a common commonality with that. We both have ADHD <laughs> and, and you're all, we so much to look at. Yeah. And I really wanted to talk to you about like watching movies and, and like how <laughs> the concentration ADHD. with <laughs> being able to watch a film and then also reviewing it. Or if it's a bad movie, how do you review bad movies when you have ADHD and anyone holding something, you're like, can I look at what you're doing? Can I Right? That's exactly (laughs) what it is. Okay. Tell me if you do this, because I think it drives Chris crazy. It has to. I cannot sit still and watch anything. Um, I have to be like walking around and doing stuff and looking at it and cooking or cleaning or like working on a computer. That's actually my wife. Shout out Natalie. She's amazing. Oh, hey. Because, yeah, if I sit still, I'm just like. I can't focus. Like I have to be doing lots of things to be able to kind of focus. I have to throw my phone. I have to throw everything away from me. And then I just have to be like this. Like I have to throw all the distractions away. It's been weird too. Cause so we're like clockwork orange style. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes when it's, when it's one of those movies, you know, I some of those movies are like, that. all right, I'm going to be here for what seems like five hours. And this is an hour and a half movie. <laughs> so do you make notes while you're watching movies at all? Like for, especially if you want like for reviewing, do you do that? That's the other problem. With yeah. ADHD. How do you do it? The minute, say you, you're writing a note, the minute that you're done with the note, you've looked up and lost whatever time that you've taken to watch, to take the note, you know? So what do you do? You just have to focus. Do you rewind, do you rewind it's it all? intense focusing that, that, no. that really nobody can can like understand unless you're in that zone right yeah but it's been interesting because there's totally a a whole new way to do things with streaming and with how uh covid has affected advanced movie screenings have you been to advanced movie screenings where they they kind of like shuffle you in and they kind of pack you in like sardines in a theater just yeah back to back like side to side and now that that's not that doesn't really exist you have to at least be like 75 percent capacity even then and before we were even allowing that that we were getting sent digital screeners to be able to watch from home and that's been pretty amazing because you can pause it 
and go back and you can like if you gotta you go don't to the bathroom, have to like yeah that's mm-hmm. my biggest pro- captions like, huge help yes. some of these films have captions on the, when you go to the digital side that just but then you you miss this huge theatrical experience like for instance i saw suicide squad this last week and i don't think i would have had as as big a reaction to it if I had watched on a TV screen, if I'd gone to the theater. Yeah, I totally agree with that because there's just something, there's something about going to the theater that it's, it, it's the perfect spot to go and completely be engaged, like you yeah. said. And, and that's probably why I love going to the movies because it's the only time I sit the F still. Mm. But so how do, how have you found to, to do that? Like, how have you kind of, maneuvered especially with adhd you're probably like sitting around thinking how this could be like you could do it better from home or you could do this and then you probably are like solving problems that don't even exist because Mm. everything's new or you know like yeah how do you kind of stay focused i well it's kind of it's both your your weakness and your strength at the same time because if it's a good movie and you have adhd that hyper focus that adult ADHD people have is kind of insane. It is where they're just like, that person's gone. (laughs) Try to get that person to focus on (laughs) anything else than the thing that they're enjoying and liking. You can't like it's inseparable. And that will help a ton when it comes to like, when you get to the review and stuff, because you're already out the door screaming about half the things that you want to talk about. (laughs) Oh yeah. And so those are things like I want to put my, I sometimes put myself on a recorder when I get out of the, out of the film and just am yelling in the car. So that I can check back on those notes later and be like, all right, I really like that part. I yelled a lot. And then this part is good. <laughs> Based on the volume of my voice. But again, if I remember to do that. So yeah. where do you now. see movie theaters in the next like 10 to 15 years, 20 years? I mean, because things have already shifted, right? Like, mm. I think we're losing that movie theater experience in life. I think we're, sh- I mean, do you predict it to be more home streaming or, or what are your thoughts? It, it's already steering that way. Like with all the premiere access and Disney's doing their, like you pay $30, you get to watch at the same time as in theaters and HBO max has that crazy deal that they've made with all of their releases that they come out day and date. Um, Prime's doing all their stuff. Netflix has, uh, this is insane. Christopher Nolan as a director hates streaming. Does not like if you watched Tenet in front of him on your phone, he might slap you. I take his Earl Grey teacup, smash it. you over the head, and go crazy. <laughs> so I feel like, can you we'll, sign that with the with my blood? No, do you think you. we'll lose movie theaters at all? I, I think they're evolving to be more consumer oriented right now. I think right now it's how can we make people feel comfortable and and give them a better experience than what you would come to expect like Bruvies, for example, they're doing something different and that's making people want to go and, and check out movies at their, their theater or like adjustable seats for every seat, not just necessarily like the luxury for somebody that's paying extra. I've noticed a lot of differences with theaters when it comes to that. And to be honest, I think streaming services will need to eventually bring in big screen stuff. Like Christopher Nolan is, is looking with Netflix, but I, I highly doubt that there's a deal where he, signs that doesn't involve him getting tons of theatrical releases when's the last time yeah. we went to a movie chrissy i think it was Dude, i mean it was for before like it, was, it was the beginning Ooh, of what last, was it I, I don't even know it was it was <laughs> last what was the last movie it, period i mean it was watched. before covid was even started I, the last that, movie well, no, watched, no 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 i mean before the last time we went to a the theater yeah yeah uh last movie we watched what was the last movie I watched the Disney movie, Luca. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched oh, that. Nice. Yeah, we watched yeah. That. That's right. That's what I we thought watched. it was so cute. Call and Me By Your Name, the Pixar version. It's it's adorable. I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was cute. But we haven't 
gone. And we, I know that hurts you more than it hurts even me. me a lot because like going to the movies is something that it just makes me feel complete inside. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's the experience of it. Like I love yep. movies. I love watching them at home. They're great, but I love going to the movies. And yep. so that's been really hard the for me. The popcorn, the soda. Uh, what is your favorite care. crowd moment in a theater? There's gotta ooh, be a movie where you remember moment. being Where there's there. the gasp or the celebration. Yes. Ooh, there, ooh. There's the ones that happened See, I don't, I don't, in 2019. You know, I'm, I'm so I, empathetic. I'm I just like don't, in it. I Avengers, think, yeah. Endgame, like that. That was a huge one. I wish I could say Star Wars. Man, you know, what do you I don't think of know. those people that like clap at the end of a movie? I, th- I wish I, I'm I jealous yeah. of those type of people <laughs> nice. because I, I wish. See, again, I think it has something to do with. I mean, growing up, I remember going to friends' houses and watching movies or getting up and watching Saturday morning cartoons, mm. stuff like that. But in my home, it wasn't allowed. So I don't okay. have a lot I'm of the sorry, fun. No, 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 no. You're fine. It's the same thing with, <laughs> Condolences. It was the same thing with comic books, right? No, so it's I don't, so common, I don't have that, that, that childhood memory of like looking at Spider-Man comics or looking at Batman comics. And so I know a lot of people when they're older, that's what they associate it with. So, mm. you know, they're in their thirties and forties, they're going and seeing these movies on the big screen. So it's, it's them as a child. To me, it's a whole brand new experience, right? Yeah. So I might, it, 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 you, you don't I get the still, same thing out I of it. I still have never watched a Batman movie. Still to this day. Can you no, 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 believe no, no, no. it? And I have literally... <laughs> Patrick's logging out of the podcast When here. I was single no. before I met Chris, Batman was literally who watched, I was in a relationship with on Facebook. We, so haven't, wa- we haven't watched one important. together. Have we watched a Batman yet? Can no, I Chris keep and... trying to make you. No, well, let's, let's do it. I mean, oh, I have nothing to you. You invite watch. me into your ha- house okay, with your beautiful beard and, <laughs> and you, and you insult me to my face. There's no insulting. It's just I never got around to it. It's one of those things that it's like other movies get brought up and it's like, right. Very, you know, I mean, what was, my, you, know. you don't really, you don't have the nostalgia. So it's like, yeah. why would I start now? But here's my problem. Yeah. It's just like Spider-Man too. If you're going to introduce someone who's really not, you know, doesn't have a history of understanding it. What's the best way to introduce movies to them? If you start with the originals, it might just be like, this is an old weird movie. Yeah. Do you start yeah. with the new ones and then like well, so retroactively the explain I saw those. the historical ones? That is a fascinating question on how you recommend a movie to someone. Like yeah. how do you. It's because, very important on their initial gut reaction. Yeah. Well, because character. I review a movie on Good Things Utah very differently than I review it on Gaggle of Geeks or with, or with, because yeah. the audience is different, okay. right? Good Things Utah, it's not a ton of millennials wanting to know what's happening from Twitter or True. it's not, it, these are, these are moms that have kids that, that want to know what can I take my kid to to watch that, that isn't going to break the bank and maybe not make me go insane. Because <laughs> yeah, it's give an, me a break for two minutes. Yeah, Give me something that I can kind of enjoy, or maybe tell me that I'm not going to enjoy it. I can sit my kid in front of it and do whatever I need to do. So it's a lot more like what's the bang for your buck when it comes to reviews with those ones. And when it comes to like wanting to talk about the artsy ones, it's tough to want to recommend like there's, uh, the Green Knight that's out in theaters right now. Have you seen? No? I've seen like a poster from May twenty four. So this is a studio that very niche with um, doing artsy films. They're very much more horror horror oriented. Uh, Midsummer Hereditary that was filmed in Utah was it's from them. Oh, Midsummer was interesting, terrifying, right? Like terrifying yeah. in a very unique way. Yeah, the Green Knight is like that too. They do a uh, Arthurian legend. That has been taken uh, bits and pieces from like Lord of the Rings, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. 
had took the Green Knight and used him in the Black Knight fight scene where the first night that they take out, that's the Green Knight. And so he's been in our in our cultural zeitgeist, but we've not really known the story of it. And so this story is crazy. And there's there's a couple parts that are like visually. I don't know if I can tell any parent to watch this, let alone with their kids. So when it came to like, do you recommend this? I gave it a high score, but I said, like, don't go see this movie because like yeah. I don't know if you necessarily will be into it. But here's a movie that you will be into. That's fair because you're allowed to like things that you might not necessarily recommend for I'm other weird. people. I'm weird. And I, you got to own up to your own biases with hey, stuff. I think that's good because then people know they can actually trust your opinion. Exactly. Yep. What was the, what was the last movie you saw? Last movie I saw. Oh, let's see. Probably last night, right? You probably it was probably the suicide squad. Okay. I mean, how many movies do you watch in a week usually? Uh, you know, they, they usually release about three or so, and I try to keep it to three. That way I don't go insane. That's it. I, for some reason, I imagine you watching like two or three a day. Well, it's, uh, we could talk about film festivals. Okay. Like Sundance or South by Southwest. Those are our dead sprints. Yeah. And um, this year was the more crazy thing because like you doing at home, you had to figure out how to like do things. And, and with the roadcaster, I've got a uh, cam link. That I that I connected for uh, live streaming the video, right? And you, so, you, so you have a roadcaster too. It's it's a Zoom uh, pod track. Oh, do you the, H, uh, the H two or something? There's a, well, there's a new. There's, is it the newer Zoom? Yeah, the one P, dedicated P4? for yeah, that's something it. something P oh, four. Okay. So you, how does that work? You like that? I like it, but look, you, you, I'm not gonna. I'm well, not no, gonna no, 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 no. I'm just curious your what your your setup, what you're using, because I mean, you do a ring great job. Like that. Yeah, and I I love. One day for you guys to come and check out yeah. the studio. And stuff. I, I, That'd be so I, I, cool. I'd love to see. I, I'm always curious what people are using to record and, and mm. what people are are doing. Um, a GH5 yeah. too for the video. I use a GH5 camera and that's what I have for like my videography business. And so I've just kind of dual use that. But Sundance, five movies a day. And I would, I planned it so that I prepped everything so I could go live right after the movie had finished because I was doing it at home. So it's like, I can make everything so streamlined because I'm right here. I'd go live, I'd give the review, hurry, get that out, tag it, put all the stuff that you have to do in the back end, and then just right back in the chair for the next movie. And like after four or five a day, you're like, my body is breaking. I Dude. cannot sit in chairs anymore. <laughs> Are you like mentally breaking too? And there's a there's a lot of what did I just watch, and yeah. which is why you, you do need to take stuff into that. You like, probably get like mixed up, life. confused, right? Mm -hmm. Was that that movie or the it's other movie? It's like when movie, you or? wake up from a long of night or a night long, a night long. Okay. A long night of dreams. That sentence was really hard for me for some reason. I apologize. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's this, like this for you. The reason I couldn't do it, I'm, I'm a, an extreme empath, which is like mm. a nightmare, but it make I love movies and stories and everything, but yeah. I couldn't watch everything and review everything because I would be an emotional basket case. There's some tough movies out there. What's your favorite genres? Well. I mean, comedy is comedy. fantastic. Uh, See, I'm I'm a sucker like for like a like a like a like a romantic comedy. I love those kind of movies. Oh, I'm gonna admit it. Hey, I've that. got no. I'm old enough that I. You know what? If hey, you don't I like, like me the because 90s of it, ones. I'm all yeah, over like, while like, you were uh, sleeping. Like uh, like John Cusack. You know, oh, he, High Fidelity. He, oh, I, well, that was a that's so, a really good film. But I, I mean, think you, if there was any person that you could look at somebody and say, "What movie are they?" High Fidelity. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, I love Nick See, Hornsby. I I'm a bit. I mean, all of his me. all of his books, mm. uh, Nick Hornsby books. I don't know if you ever read the book High Fidelity. Fantastic I, I book. So the movie's a little, but 
I don't know, just a, just a comedy, comedies, romantic comedies. Any, mm. I don't know. I love fiction. I love, yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, like Lord of the Rings. I love sci-fi. Seeing those. Mm. So um, that's the stuff I just it. watch by myself in a corner because nobody else likes it. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to watch it and yeah. code. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever walked out of a movie? Like in a theater? Um, I walked out of a movie before I was reviewing films. It was for Transformers. I don't know which one of them, which one it those was. Those were pretty awful, though. It, it was one of those where I was just like, you know, I know how this is ending. And yeah. I kind of walked yeah, out. I, like, I, I kind of know where this is going. I don't think it was the third. It might have been when Mark Wahlberg came in. And it's like, I think we found a Transformer. It's like, oh, no. Like, what are yeah, we doing? No. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> so where, where would you like to see this movie review, movie critic thing that you do? Where would you like to see it take you? I, I, I'm already shocked at where I'm at, so okay. I have no clue. So I, anytime something else happens, like even this, I'm kind of shocked that it's happening. What, right that now. you're on the I Am Salt Lake or what? Come yeah, on. that's oh, a huge okay. thing. Oh, this is fun. I just want to see Anybody that's movies. listening to this will tell you, and I'm going to, you guys need to comment and tell them how big a deal your guys' show is because uh, it's. I, 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 anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's, we're just. Stop a, being humble. We're, we're just, just happy to have with me when, when you get stuff, it's like. We're, we're, we're not good at compliments, but thanks. <laughs> we're just a silly yeah. podcast that I've kept yeah. it up over nine years. I don't know why. <laughs> so what made you break? the the mold as far as because i'm curious yeah. with you because we we are sure. kind of in the same boat as far as no rated r movies and stuff every once in a while i get like snuck into something and i'm like whoa this what, is like growing up you mean yeah growing up with films and you, you didn't really grow up with a lot of films what what broke that for you what what made you decide i want to start watching movies again or oh, i always wanted to watch movies or was I just there wasn't, one that it, was always it there wasn't uh, maybe i'm not understanding because i grew up where it wasn't allowed. So I had to do it kind of behind my mom's back. Exactly. So like, what were those movies? Like, what were the ones that like, Oh, the ones that you, what made you break the rules? No, when I think of you, I think of Kumal Nanjiani. Have you ever heard his stand up piece about how he used to sneak VHSs? Oh, I mean, I don't (laughs) do you think, yeah, you know, I don't know if I have like a specific memory of movies. You know, I just remember going over to friends' houses and watching like, uh, Die Hard and and, okay. and, and, and Vacation, you know, there's all there those go. vacations National with Chevy Lampoons. Chase, you, you know, those were really, mm-hmm. but I, th- there really wasn't a, a, a certain movie, mm. you know, that I could think of. I totally snuck movies uh, all the time. Yeah. I, Me you too. Know, no. And I got in trouble for a movie that someone snuck into my house from Blockbuster that I didn't even rent. Well, oh. no. And I remember I was a little older. I was probably like 17, 18. And then I did. I got a TV and a VCR in my room. Lucky. So then I right. was a, I watched, wow. I watched movies in my room and no one said anything. But by then I was 17, 18 years old. Mm. Maybe, maybe I was 16. I can't remember, but when blockbusters were closing is when I was like, Mr. Moneybags walking in there, just like, what ones are R? Let's take those. I actually worked at a video. <laughs> I worked, there was a video store in Provo cause I lived down there, oh, a Cougar okay. video. I don't oh, know if anybody yeah. remembers nice. that. Wasn't that on the hill down? <laughs> yeah. Down yeah. Provo? So yeah. I, I worked there and, uh, I remember always taking VHS home with me, right? Mm. Watching movies. Um, but again, in, in my room. Do you miss VHS? Do you miss the different formats? I I do. So if if you're long time people that I actually used to have a pretty large VHS collection. Oh, awesome. Like you know, those are worth gold right now. Well, we you, don't everyone's have buying more. We, got rid of we them. should have kept, no, and we had a really, we had like a Pokemon working, cards. I got all yeah. of my, we had like a really nice working, um, VHS from yeah. maybe the sixties yeah. in like mint condition. And people were just oh. constantly hitting me up. Hey, I got a huge stack of VHS movies. I got a huge stack of VHS movies. 
it almost got exhausting because <laughs> it was like, oh man, I got to come over and check it out. Your, you know, cause I'd want to yeah. see what they had. And, and, and it just, and then it, it got hard cause it was like, you know what? We got all these movies on our streaming devices that to me, trying to and downsize. And, and mm-hmm. at that time, I think that was when we were living in the apartment right downtown. Yeah. And so I needed to get rid of for some space. We're like, do oh, we, space, do we right? rent a yeah. storage unit for this or do we just like, so, it, yeah, so it's, it's hard. Cause it's same thing with CDs and vinyl, man. I used yeah. to, have, and I used to actually have a lot of eight tracks okay. and, and, and stuff yeah. from, but I just had to get rid of it just cause they were collecting dust. And, and in the you, time, you never know you the value. Got, of right. Yeah, you and I'm don't still know. stubbornly holding on to my old, like, uh, hard hard disk drive over in my office. I don't do anything with it, but Which, I'm like, what? I won't let go. It's from, oh, I can't remember. It's from a specific computer. I had the whole computer Oh, the set Commodore. Up. The Commo- Commodore 64. Mm, the I had the whole Commodore is, 64. Commodore? It was like it, an it, old that, computer. Those are like the OG computers, oh, man, from okay. back in like the okay. 70s, 80s. Yeah. Was it 70s, maybe? 80s? I think 80s. I've been yeah. ho- I held on to it for a really I was, long time. I was just kidding. Sure. Yeah, no, my dude. age isn't showing as well. No, you're, well, I mean, I was born <laughs> I, in 1977, but. Yeah. None of us really knew about it anyway. Come on. We were too little. Let's, uh, I want to talk about, before I forget these, these, this drone photography I mean, the real, oh, real, yeah. I mean, are you still doing stuff with that? Like for weddings and stuff? Well, or not I mean, really? if you're okay with a little bit of a, a detour to a little kind of pseudo sad story, a yeah. real good video is right now. No more. Okay. Um, I started the company right at 2020. So okay. the pandemic kind of took weddings away. Yeah. The, the idea was to to be taking like these first couple years to like find my legs, find my bearings yeah. and, and understand that like, you're not going to be making money for the first sure. couple years, but there is something very specific to Utah. I've noticed when it comes to freelance work or like, Oh yeah. <laughs> or, 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 or getting, getting, I guess paid what you're worth and, and the, and paying your dues at the beginning with knowing that you do have to take free work as well. Like there's just so many people here ready to go that it, it was it was tough to navigate that while at the same time, in a weird way, like I wasn't focused on the movie review stuff for these past couple of years. I was just trying to like, how do we start making money through all of the, all of the video stuff? I kept getting opportunities for the film critic things. And I wasn't really like, it just it would keep happening. We're like Sundance is now wants is, you can come and cover things, which was insane to me. And then um, another film festival, because I said I did that festival, wanted it, and that it snowballed from there. And then the Good Things Utah thing was insane. So the the videography thing kept kind of taking it by itself. It's, it seems like a backside to things. And the, the more we've been doing that, the more I've been a little bit just thinking that the, the business just isn't really going the way I was hoping. And so... Taking a break for it and realizing that the focus might need to be going somewhere where there's things happening that you're maybe you don't anticipate, but they're happening. I get to be on the show. Have you read the book, The Alchemist? No. Okay. Because that your story, you need to read it because it'll really reinforce what you're doing. It's uh, the big trust. The omens is a big thing that I pulled from it. And it's Mm. like, there's always things that are coming that are always there for you to follow mm. and they're neither good nor bad, but the ones you follow will help you find actually what you're supposed to do. Oh, and you'll never really know where they are. You got to keep looking for them. See, and you're, you're smart to kind of realize that from the start. Sometimes I can get a little stubborn and it's like, I don't always see all the signs of things. And I'm like, I, I need to keep doing things the same way. Cause I've been doing it this way for X amount of years, mm. you know, even with this podcast, right? Like, I want to learn to shift more and move more and groove more and try new things out. Cause that, I think that's the important 
you know, it's important to do that kind of stuff to, to try new things and to, yeah. to realize when you need to stop doing certain things. Otherwise you'll never grow as or an individual. Or accept what you're really right? good at, even though you didn't realize that's what you're really good at. Mm. And I, I, film criticism is not a lucrative job at all. And but if most of my friends it, that do this or the professionals even that do it. Sure. Just like, just like us, it's, we're looking, we either have a full-time job that we're doing or mm-hmm. we're, we're looking for something that can work within our, our crazy creative schedule routine to, to accommodate you for that. Can people hire you still for, for like for oh, yeah, a wedding absolutely. if they wanted to hire you for mm-hmm. a wedding? I'm sure you would love the money, right? Like oh, absolutely. Love, love the, the I will job. say weddings. I have issues with now. Weddings are tough, man. I've heard nothing but horror stories. Yeah, about I've never met anyone California who enjoys do, doing the California trip was all for the uh, for a wedding. I drove twelve hours for it, and this was when you're unemployed and you'll take any job, right? So sure. I got a call, and they were like, "We love your stuff, and we can't wait to work with you." And your video specifically is what we wanted, but it really like when you met him, it's like you went on Yelp and saw a video, and okay, we'll do that one. So when I went down, there was earthquakes that were happening during it. I got lost in San Francisco. Like trying to get to the other place. And by the time I got back, I was like, this was four days of a nightmare. Like we had crazy earthquakes happening. Maybe don't do weddings anymore. Hopefully like there could be something else. And there's so many different avenues. Like with well, you well even real or, estate. I mean, you know, I was, so I was thinking of, I was like, man, I need to hire Patrick. You're for awesome. Some, for some house. Estate. Yeah. You're uh, you're uh, what was it? A thousand tacos, a hundred tacos. What was the promotion? Oh, I, that was just a silly meme. That was just a silly meme. I thought meme. you were going to do no, it. No, 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 no. That was a good idea though, right? That was a good idea. If I had money, you might've got, you might've gotten me with that. That's all I'm saying. That's actually, maybe I really will do that. What was it? It was a meme I posted on Facebook, something about buying Buy this house and get two hundred fifty dollars worth of tacos or it something. Was on a Tuesday, okay, so I, I'm, yeah, okay, yeah. That so, should kind of be your thing. So I say it, you become like the Taco Tuesday realtor. Like his personality, his personality Whoa, is what's going to solve actually, the houses. No, you know what? That's actually a brilliant idea. Now it that could be the housewarming party when they okay, or, or just, or get, just get a, like a cool gift card from a taco place. Let somebody oh, go. Oh, they can buy it when they want it. I don't that's know. probably I don't, a but better that's a idea. good idea. No, seriously though. But drone photography for 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 some of these houses, like mm. especially in Park City, man, you could get. Oh yeah. Really and it's, it's cool. so fun to like, it's fun and terrifying because you spend a lot of money on the drones so are like, don't crash. But when you bring it up and you see all these beautiful landscapes and stuff, and I'm, I'm mostly doing video instead of photo with it. So like getting to learn how to do the panning and like make it look cinematic you yeah. know, to, to like really make somebody think that this place is worth investing in. Even if, if you're just sitting on the corner looking at the house, it doesn't look that way. Yeah. No, I need to get one of those drones. Yeah, man. I just need to make cool videos, but uh, you can get them cheap now. I, would, I just want to play I with one. I can give you some recommendations for because you don't need a lot because I know houses are going very quickly. Yeah. So turnaround time. It's you slowing don't down need a little to, bit though. It's slowing oh, down. Yeah. It makes me feel a little good. I don't know. Yeah. I feel horrible about all, anything yeah. with with yeah. <laughs> People are so afraid right now to uh, sell their home because they're like, I don't have anywhere else to go. You know, oh, or, or like where, you know, what if I don't have another place to go? And it's yeah. like, we just need more houses on the market really. Mm. But, uh, more so what, what are some, I mean, when you're not watching movies, when you're not doing, I mean, what are some of your other hobbies and interests? Tell me a little bit more about Patrick. Man. Sure. What do you, what do you like to do with your, your free time? Yeah, yeah. Well, before movies, I was doing music actually. That was, that was kind of more the career path than why I, I did a semester at UVU. I was going to go into music ther- uh, therapy. Okay. And, um, that idea, funny enough, stemmed from watching a movie about a music therapist and once my brain kind of clicked that it was, I liked the movie 
not necessarily like doing the work and stuff. I was like, maybe I like movies. Maybe that's the thing. And it's like a relationship. You're like, I liked this person, but why? Yeah. It's like, oh, like because J.K. Simmons was amazing and the music never stopped. That's why. Okay. <laughs> that's amazing. But I did tons of music. Um, That was really what my, my family always kind of pushed me to do. So in high school, jazz band every morning show up at like what do you play what's your trumpet what, trumpet okay yep okay. so um trumpet all through middle high school guitar it was self-taught um through that and um it really stemmed from my grandparents which i my grandma actually this week just passed away and the the big thing that we've or at least i've been doing is going through photos and like building like a slideshow of, of memories and stuff to to you said for the funeral and looking at it, just seeing like what, when you have those people like influencing and pushing your talents, I think that's where the music came from. And also the pivot to movies came from, because you just realize that that's the thing that you're good at. And, and I don't know, I don't know why I brought up my grandma. I no, just, you're good. Yeah, but it was, yeah. you mean, yeah, I, I feel, I feel you. It's, I'm sorry about that, but that's this really cool of you that you're like, you know, kind of keeping her memory Going. Yeah. Well, and it's, it really is like, if you're, if it's a talent and you can do things with it. And I think movie reviews are boring if you're, if you're just sitting down and writing something, but I think I can bring more to it in a lot of situations. And absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. you're humanizing it. You're, you're bringing it to life with more than just it being a movie or just it being something or just being weird, whatever. Yeah. Well, whatever. there you go. I like that too. Film critics take themselves way too seriously too. Mm, way yeah. like so much like oh my eyes can't roll that hard with what you just said <laughs> <laughs> there's a few uh we have a few standard salt lake city questions if you've listened to the podcast mm -hmm. you, you've heard us ask this question and when we say salt lake city you know when i started this podcast the whole valley was always salt lake city in my head i mean i know things are kind of getting a little more i don't know people are you know oh midvale and murray and what I hear a little bit more of that these days, but that's, that was always Salt Lake City to me. So mm. anyway, we have family and friends. They visit us, right? They come to the Valley, the tour, right? What's the Patrick mm. tour? Like when you take somebody out for the, like a Sunday afternoon, like, do, is there certain things you show off? Like, like if somebody came from California, like a building or the mountains, or some people say the lake or some people say Park City. I don't know if you have yeah. one or two favorite places you like to take people to. Well, you definitely, of course, like cater to the person, whatever their sure. thing is. But I would probably say the the big things are if you're if I'm in St. George, take them to Zion. Yeah, like, yeah, you got to. You right got it. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. just right there. And then you can go um, over to like uh, I think it's called Diamond Valley. I don't know. If okay. I'm yeah. or not. And um, like if you're up north, there's obviously Temple Square, but depending on how they feel with that, if they want to have a ton well, of Well, the history is still cool, you know, you gotta, yeah, you gotta learn sure. history. Exactly. For sure, but introverts be introverts, so yeah. no no Indeed. pressure in Indeed. case you go into the yeah. the center and five people come talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> introverts need special extrovert bodyguards. You should <laughs> right. talk about that sometime. Um, well, hires Big H, I just saw down the street, that's kind of a Utah staple too. Yeah. And um, I think it's more just... I don't know, communal, like hanging out with each other, doing sure. whatever. I don't think we've ever gone to like landmark stuff. I don't know why I'm not like that. No, no, no. Yeah, you're more fine. lazy with it, I guess. Well, no, but it, landmarks for you. Everybody mm. has a different idea of what landmarks are, right? That's you true. Can't, can't catch them all. You know, yeah. like even me, I'll just take people, just let's go drive down downtown, man. Because people always right. get like, especially when they come from out of town. 
they're always like, oh, wow, Salt Lake City. This is actually a, a cool city, man. Mm. Like you got hustle and bustle and you got buildings and, you know, I'll take them down to the library or something. You know, the downtown oh, library is really cool architecture. and Park City is always great yeah, if they can make yeah, the trip. Yeah, Park City's yeah, great. Main Street's you know, fun. That's like a day trip, a good day yeah, trip. Yeah. Is there anything you would change about Salt Lake City if you could? The air. The can air. We, yeah. Change the air the right now. Smoky air Especially right now. this week. Oh, man. Did you walk? So that morning, everything looked so clear. And then I went and took a shower and walked out, and everything was yellow. Yeah, it was just oh, insane. And it just smelled like burnt rubber. Chris Dowell, one of my friends from comedy back in the day, his Facebook post this week was like, Salt Lake City's air quality is Marlboro Red. I, <laughs> I have a big tongue. I can't Marlboro. talk. Marlboro Red. <laughs> Dude, it was, like, that it, is the best it, description. You could go outside and chew this air, man. Was, the weather report literally just said smoke. Uh, I didn't even, I don't know if smoke is weather, but it is now. <laughs> I guess like, smoke. <laughs> what about favorite local eating spots? Any, any favorites? One or two favorites. Ooh, I mean, you mentioned yes. how even Hires Big H. I mean, that's it. They like you said, I actually used to work at a Hires Big H. I'm about Years to plug ago. the shit out of someplace. Okay. All right? Okay. Aroma Fine Indian Cuisine is in Draper. It's kind of right um, on 700, I believe. Okay. And it's right on the corner. Uh, it's the best Indian food. It has saved me through the quarantine, like on the weeks where it's like, this is rough. I need to do something and I want to feel like I'm supporting like a local business. I go to them and like the the, the front guy is always super happy and and I love uh, chicken tikka masala. That's my favorite Indian dish. It is and it's really a very good. basic white man thing to be like, I like that one when it's, there's a whole menu of stuff. And every time I go in, the guy goes, you should order something else. And I go, I want that instead. <laughs> but it's, it's very uh, comfort place yeah. and the food's delicious. He will spice it up for you if you want. Okay. Okay. To check that. Place I like out. that. I like Indian restaurant, um, recommendations recommendations because mm-hmm. you don't hear them as often if you ever eaten at the himalayan kitchen yep how would you compare uh your place to that place well i would say this one it's a little bit a little bit more because that's the only one i'm familiar mm-hmm. with like with indian maybe i've had other indian food. i can't remember it's Have been you a while to take masala with them it's been a while it's peppers like yeah. green peppers yeah and 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 silver yeah and onions in it and I've never had that happen okay. in them. So yeah. like, they do some unique stuff and they have like the actual pit where they can make the naan and okay. stuff. Oh, okay. So good. And then, you know, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Like, how, how dare you? Too? How dare you? Put we, we know you already have to like critique movies, but also critique <laughs> restaurants. Can now. you critique your Indian food? <laughs> can you critique me? Honestly? <laughs> That's all we want to talk to you about. Critiques. <laughs> let's, of look, let's look at all of this gestures to everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then before we, we completely wrap it, I mean, Let's talk a little bit about your podcast, but like you said, let's bring your co-host in here sometime. I, you oh, know, let's sure. get the four of us to chat sometime here. Seriously. So what's the name of your podcast? Gaggle Geek Show? Is Gaggle that- of Geeks. Yes. Gaggle so of Geeks. We started this in 2020. Um, again, kind of the similar situation with videography. We had an idea of what it was going to be. Yeah. Where it was a, I have my garage set up where we've got a big green screen on one one edge and we've got a full kind of like corner studio that we have. We've okay. got three cameras. Uh, camera switcher. We've got the, uh, what is it called? The black magic, uh, ATEM switcher. Okay. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, every Friday at around seven thirty or eight, we go live on Facebook and YouTube and we basically try to do a live show. Like we'll, we have segments that we have like pre-programmed videos that we cut to with videos. We do clips, we do uh, live music sometimes if we want, we do, it, it kind of just goes with whatever, but we like the challenge of doing it 
live and, and possibly messing up, which we do so much with, with the show. But, but that's the fun part, right? Yeah. It, it, it fails in the same way that maybe the Eric Andre show does where it's like the whole set might collapse, but it's still planned somehow. <laughs> it's part of the show. And how long yeah. have you been doing that? Uh, so we started in 2020 and okay, yeah. um, we were doing it all virtual at the beginning. Okay. And okay. it's just until like maybe the past three or four months that we've been doing uh, in person. And it's, we, we have a rotating panel of guests like Richard Bonaducci from Fox yeah, 13 yeah. comes on. Um, Adam McDonald from. Uh, oh, Adam. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's been on and, and yeah, we've, been really happy with the seven. We'd love to have you guys on too. That yeah, so fun. No, well, Chrissy would be I mean, a great I, guest with all of her movies. I got. I have know. opinions. Mm. I have strong opinions on a few movies. So. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Why that, didn't we get into that? I'm more. I'm way more interested in. To you be guys honest, than, uh, Chris doesn't even know this, but like way long ago, um, in college, I I was in a class for that, and I like really loved it, mm. and. I, you were in a class I was, for what? I got, uh, well, I was in a writing class oh, and, I, okay. and I wrote a lot of, uh, a movie reviews, movie reviews. Okay. And then oh, wow. I went through, a f- I loved movies so much that I, I was like you, I'm like, I have to share this or I'm going to explode. And so, I don't know, 10 years ago on Facebook, I actually started writing little movie reviews and notes just to like mm. keep track of them. But I can't stay consistent with st- like, I'm, I'm interested in so many things. I can't stick with one thing. That's the thing. So you're, like, you're, you're kind of a jack of all trades, but a yeah. master of none when it's, when it's ADHD. You're like, I have a little bit of skill and everything, but you're like, I know enough of this that I'm satisfied. And people can now, be fooled onto by this. it too. You're just enough to be dangerous. Yep. If you were called the, the kid that had many talents as a growing up, you, you definitely had an issue with getting things <laughs> like, accomplished. Beca- exactly. <laughs> it's like you, you sure start a lot of projects. Like, <laughs> yep. how's that going? Yeah. <laughs> college. <laughs> <laughs> look we're the creative type okay <laughs> dude i i'm 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 glad to bring you um, that we brought you on the podcast man seriously Thank like, you so I mean, much. I've, been so much fun. I've learned so much about you i mean you know i knew you from facebook we were connected on there and i was like i gotta find out this guy's story a little bit more man i mean is there anything you were hoping we would talk about that we didn't get a chance to talk about oh, or or at, you know before we completely wrap up this episode and if not like i said listen what's your co-host on the other show what? oh his name's chaz okay chaz campbell evans he actually you and Ch- oh chad i'm connected with him too online mm-hmm. actually he, yeah he won uh his uh film night of adventure won best I think best picture at Utah film awards a couple of years back. So right on, you know, I think I connected with him. I think he goes to Isaac over there at Salt Lake Barber company, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, really? And nice. I, hopefully I didn't completely well, you two have it crazy. Like as far as hair goes, I am okay. so out of, okay. I need to hide. I should have worn a hat for yeah. this to be honest. Cause no, your you're beard great. and Chaz has weird Al Yankovic hair that comes okay. down and I'm just, I'm sitting here with my Rogaine and I'm like, maybe, oh, maybe, is- maybe I'm wrong. I can't remember how him and I got connected. I want to, if he's listening, send me a message again and remind me how we got, I want to say it was through Isaac. Hey, tell him, tell him he shouldn't have done that to James Gunn. If okay. He's listening. Okay. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that to James Gunn. Why did yeah. you have I'll to run him. your mouth? Yeah, but no. Anyway, yeah, well, definitely <laughs> more of a reason story, to uh, to bring you back through. How can listeners connect with you? What's let's run down. I know we mentioned it towards the beginning, but let's talk about all the links now and, For and sure. all that. Uh, just patrickbadyreviews.com and you can search that and, and there'll be links on there for like my social stuff too, if that makes it easier. And, um, Fridays on good things, Utah, I, I've got that this week and I'm covering the, I think it's kind of weird to say this is my favorite movie of the year because the year's not over, but ever since Sundance came out and it's been months since then, it's still number one. Okay. So 
If it's still number one to me, I have to say this is my favorite movie of the year. And so to get to talk about it. pretty close to the end of the year. So I think that's fair. I'm so excited to talk about it. Yep. What's your final question you got, Chrissy? Chrissy Chrissy has a final question. We wrap the show up. Thank you, Patrick, for doing the podcast with us. Let's bring Chaz in here, man. We'll we'll talk more movies and stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, me too. I want to talk to movies. Okay. So before we let you go, thank you for coming. Mm. And can you leave our listeners with a piece of life advice or a motto that you live by or you wish they would live by? Hmm. What was... This is your time to tell everybody off. You know, with 90 Day Fiance, we have a lot of motivational quotes with it. Oh, excellent. And and I'm going to say this one, and it might it might feel weird, but I have this up whenever I'm doing exercises it in might the garage. Feel weird? Is it, that it, it might feel weird? It might feel weird. It might feel weird. Without the car, it feel weird. Where did it feel weird? So okay. here it is. Almost there, lazy. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Remember, our website, IamSaltLake.com. Head on over there, listen to some of the back episodes of the podcast. You can share share them with your family and friends on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, however you guys do it these days. And if you're looking to buy or sell a home here in Salt Lake City, I'd love to help you. Shoot me a text. Give me a call. 801-244-2908. I'd love to help you find your dream home. ChrisHollifieldRealty.com is the website. Head on over there. You all have a great week. Get out and enjoy the city. Support local, and we'll see you next week on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast.